0: Optimistic episode of We <laughs> Only Look Then. I am Catherine Weigel. I am one of your hosts. I've lost about 145 pounds, and with me today is
1: annoyingly optimistic Donald Weigel <laughs> and I have lost about 100 pounds and uh we are here to tell you about it yeah
0: is it being positive kind of annoying yeah like it, I it really
1: annoys th- everyone else when
0: people I remember uh, way back in the day uh before the internet I remember my boss telling me that something was a learning opportunity yeah I didn't want to learn anything <laughs> paid enough money to do that I that's want... right
1: no one gets paid enough money for that Can't I just do nothing
0: no but like in business culture there's definitely uh, a little bit of a threat that comes with a new hire or having a consultant come in yeah because they observe what you do every day mm, and then yeah like, no I don't like that they're like is that is that a good way to do that like do you remember the movie uh, Office Space oh yeah one, one of the most what underrated comedies of its time you do all day yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't like people telling me, generally, I, in the past, in right. the before times, right? Uh, I don't like people saying, hey, you can improve upon what you're doing. Yeah. Or, hey, is that the best way to do it? I just wanted to get it done, get the paycheck and get out the door. And that's why for 40 plus years, I was not very good at losing weight. Was yeah. I, Donald?
1: No, no, and neither was I. And, uh, you know, I think that what we're leading up to here is this is going to be a whole episode of us telling you that maybe you should try a rosier outlook on things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or actually, well, that, and you actually have more agency in your life and your mindset than you might
1: think. Oh, yeah, that's a better way to put it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's let's go with that. <laughs> okay, you fix it
0: in post. I don't fix anything in post. Yeah. D- that's Donald's job. Yeah, man. indeed. I don't do that. <laughs> it's not my job description. <laughs>
1: Exactly. Uh, I get paid for the post production, and Catherine gets paid for the content.
0: Yes, I do. Uh, so wait, wait,
1: wait—you're getting paid for this? <laughs> no, no, not yeah. at all. <laughs> I don't know
0: if people think that uh, podcasts are—you pay- just suddenly you have a podcast and suddenly you make money on that. That's not how it works. This is out of the goodness of our hearts.
1: The payment is the friendships we've made, made on along the way. <laughs> oh, that's really annoying. That's
0: almost as no as annoying as my boss telling me that. There was a growth and learning opportunity, but yeah. uh, this topic today uh, is a duplicate of last week's conversation, which uh, which Donald started up. So, Donald, why don't you tell us what we t- what we told you last? No,
1: let's tell you again what sure. we told you last week exactly. So, um, we discussed an article written by a woman whose name I'm going to butcher yet again. It's Anne Larue Lacumpf. Uh, that's the way I'm saying it. Have no idea if that's the way she says it. But um, the article is was in two parts, and so these episodes are in two parts. The first part of the article was all about identifying whether or not you really have a growth mindset or not, because when most people are asked if they have a growth mindset, they say yes. And it's the kind of thing where you heard one time that having a growth mindset was a good thing, so you really think you should say it. But when you really examine it, most people do not have a growth mindset.
0: Well, it's like when you say, like, oh, no, I'm totally open-minded. Oh, no, but no, 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 no. I don't believe <laughs> yeah. in any of that. Like, <laughs> No, no,
1: I'm completely open-minded as long as you're agreeing with everything yeah, I say exactly. right now. Yeah,
0: But I think that that open-minded thing and the growth mindset is definitely, you know, it, it's a buzzword, kind of like uh, balsamic vinegar. Oh, Oh, it yeah, used to be or yeah. focaccia yeah. used to be back in the day. Those were buzzwords. <laughs> everything, acai, those right. were buzzwords. Oh, acai is like still everything like, Everything yeah. I eat is acai, I think. Oh, I, I know. know.
1: It's, it's like, it's a super food. <laughs> oh,
0: it's <a> super. <laughs> but I think we really fall into a pattern of thinking we're doing everything that we can. We're as, you know, as positive as we're going to be. We're definitely the kind of people who want to change. But in reality, there are a lot of times there's a little friction and we don't actually want feedback. We don't want, to know that there's a different way to do something. Uh, and it feels kind of threatening because we're used to our little bubbles. We want to think that we're giving it our best. And I know for 41 years, it's like, I'm doing everything I can. I'm doing it the best way. Turns out I was not. And once I've actually cultivated a growth mindset and realizing I do have agency in my life, my life has changed for the better.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, you can go back and listen to last week's episode if you haven't. I highly recommend it. I highly recommend you listen to all of our episodes because they're all awesome. Um, but, you know, the author of the article focuses on the fact that we tend to value natural talent over actual hard work and figuring things out. And that is really the antithesis of having a growth mindset. So, you know, really the bottom line here is if Catherine and I, like, if you knew us 6 years ago yeah. and you like and you looked at us and said, "Oh my goodness, there is no chance either one of those is those people is ever going to hit their goal bless weight. There's no hearts. chance." Yeah, bless their <laughs> hearts. Yeah. They're... But if you had known us, you know, 6 years ago, like you would have just never imagined we would be where we are today. And so the point is if we can do it, you can too. Like Anybody can adapt this growth mindset and get to their goal weights and really achieve many, many other things. Like all of these things, we're going to relate them to weight loss, but really they can be adapted to any part of your life.
0: Can I say something really annoying?
1: Yeah, please. It's
0: going to take some effort.
1: Oh, come on. (laughs) can't. I just do nothing. I want to do nothing. Um, But. That is part of the adapting a growth mindset, is valuing the effort that things take. So go back, listen to that episode, and see if you really have a growth mindset or not. And today we're going to really discuss ways in which you can develop a growth mindset. And uh, the uh, the author lists, you know, fifteen different things. We're going to go through them, uh, hopefully quickly. Yeah,
0: we're not very good at quick. No, but we're, we're going to do our quick. best at it.
1: Exactly. And we're going to uh, try and relate them to how you can adapt these things to a healthy mindset with health and fitness and weight loss.
0: Well, and here's the thing: we're going to give you fifteen things. Try one. Yeah, just let's start out. Just try one. That would be great.
1: Yeah, but these are the kinds of things to keep in mind as you're as you're looking forward instead of, you know, instead of having that like, you know, this isn't working and I'm going to give up with one obstacle. Like really use these things to to, you know, move and grow and eventually hit that goal weight because we know you can do it. And the first thing to remember is we talked about on the last episode the concept of neuroplasticity.
0: Oh, science. Exactly. That's a science word. I like it.
1: Exactly. And there is this idea in society that when you reach a certain age, you're just fixed, that your brain is fixed, that you can't continue to learn and grow. And it's just not true. It's it's scientifically proven to not be true. And I think that, you know, Catherine and I are walking examples of that. I was 45 before I even started down this journey. I am 51 now. And I now realize that if I really put in the effort, I can actually do all of these very hard things. And I learned so much after the age of 45, and I'm still learning and growing and changing the way I look at the world. And really anybody can at that point.
0: Yeah, it's really annoying to find out that you actually keep growing. And can keep learning because it, it's much easier to just sit on the couch and say that it's all over. Uh, so the next one is appreciate the process over the results. Yeah. Uh, turns out, Don't worry about the actual results of the action. Make sure you're just learning as much as possible. And this is a huge one because I used to just focus on getting to that goal weight instead of actually changing the kind of person that I am. I see people all the time who just want to lose the weight and they're anxious to do it and they're not focusing on the kind of person they're becoming. And I know how short-sighted that is because I did it so many times and the only thing I got from it was weight regain.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And look, we can assure you, if you keep refining and adding to your process, eventually the results will come. Um, So really focusing on the habits, the individual, uh, you know, individual small things that lead to big changes. That's really the long term vision and the growth mindset way to look at this. Also, acknowledge your weaknesses. And when you ignore your weaknesses, it tends to repeating your mistakes. Um, So if you're somebody who cannot control themselves around a particular kind of snack, stop bringing that snack home. Um, Don't keep telling yourself, like, this time... I can do it. This time I can do it. Like Catherine has a wonderful three strikes rule. If she, you know, brings something home or does something three times that leads to, you know, a binge or, or something along those lines, like she doesn't do it again after three times.
0: Yeah. Except for yesterday, I had some potato chips and I I taught myself a valuable lesson <laughs> once, again
1: about, once again about
0: not having potato chips. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, lesson learned, maybe. Maybe.
0: Uh, maybe. Maybe. So, and number four is cultivate your sense of purpose. Yeah. Keep asking why and thinking about the meaning of your work. We can often lose sight about why any of this actually matters to us because in the end, we just want the end result. But the older I get the more I realize how much my mobility, my, you know, my mental clarity, how much all of that actually matters. It's not about the number on the scale, because Donald and I have kind of hit our maintenance range. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean I stop doing yoga. It doesn't mean I stop walking. It doesn't mean I go back to those old eating habits. Like this is just, this is who I am now. And I don't have that, you know, number in mind anymore it's just about the process and that's what really matters
1: yeah now the goal is to maintain our mobility and our health uh, all the way through uh you know into old age and um, it really isn't about the number on the scale. And really, it shouldn't be about the number on the scale all the way. And I know that that's almost impossible to do uh, in your head. But um, it really is. Think about what is actually motivating you to do it, not just hitting that goal weight. Because what does that mean? Like, what does that actually mean to you? The next one is don't say failing, say learning. Yeah. And this is another really hard one. You know, we tend to have these attitudes where you hit a roadblock and or you try something that just doesn't work, you know, you try and eat foods in a different order or or maybe you try and have, you know, give yourself a treat at lunchtime and then it leads to an all-day binge in the evening because like once you open those floodgates you can't stop. I know that has happened to me many times and you say, "Oh, I just can't do this. I have failed." Well, really that is a learning opportunity and it's not a reason to give up all of it because what happens when you give up like you just do nothing. Yeah. And and then then you're in the same place you were or, you know, more likely far, far worse in the end.
0: Well, and we did an episode or maybe even more uh, a series called Failure is Feedback. Yeah. And it really is an opportunity to adjust. I don't know any inventor or any, you know, process in the whole world that it was like, I just tried it once. and It was perfect from (laughs) the start. Like we never did any market research or we never got any feedback or did any polls or questions. We just got
1: it perfect from the start. Yeah. And, you know, even, you know, I'm nearly six years in to doing this, and uh, I still am refining my process all the time and trying the you know new ways to to you know eat and new ways to exercise to see if I get different results, and it it just you know it's always a learning opportunity.
0: Exactly. So the next one is value effort over talent. How many times have we seen someone who just seems naturally fit, naturally gifted in cooking or yeah. in some sort of exercise, and you go well. There's a finite amount of success in the world,
1: so they yeah. got it and I don't. Yeah, uh, like, why does it come so easy for them? I should just do nothing, like, which makes no sense.
0: So valuing the opportunity to put in the work matters more than comparing yourself to someone who seems farther ahead in, than you. If you just saw us today, if you saw us naturally fit Good looking, thin looking people. Yeah. You wouldn't know the effort. Super good looking, (laughs) thin looking people. Very easy for people on a podcast to say that they're. Yeah. (laughs) Very easy. (laughs) Um, But if we just say, like, oh, well, they're ahead of me, like, I'm not going to get there, then. You know, you're selling yourself short because it really doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. If you are inspired by someone, if you see that as like, oh, wow, I could do that too if I put in the effort. Annoying. <laughs>
1: Annoying, indeed. Uh,
0: but effort actually matters. And it is how we have lost the weight and kept it off for all these years.
1: The next one is to consider challenges as opportunities. And this one, again, is a really hard one to wrap your head around. You might say to yourself, well, I have people coming to town, so there's no way I can stick to my my diet or my exercise plan. I'm going on vacation, like there's no way I can do it. Consider those sorts of challenges as opportunities to try and figure out ways in which you can do it. Um, You can really learn a lot about yourself and imagine how great you will feel if you take that opportunity of, you know, somebody, your boss unexpectedly taking you to lunch or whatever to actually put your, you know, your plan into practice. And how great will it feel if you actually accomplish that goal afterwards?
0: Well, and if you don't, go back to number five, number five, and say, I have learned something. Exactly. I am learning as I am doing this.
1: For sure.
0: So this is a really annoying one. You might want to turn it off here, everybody. Oh, my Fine goodness. listener. Uh, place growth before speed. So this takes time. Boo. Boo, indeed. <laughs> Cramming for weight loss isn't really the long way you know, the long game, we have tried, like, I know I, I've said this before, I tried to lose 50 pounds quickly for 20 years, right? And it just got me gaining weight because I was so impatient for 20 years,
1: right? And in case you missed it, you know, if Catherine had just lost a, you know, like a pound a month, for during that time oh she gosh. would have she would have lost it way way faster.
0: I know, it's really annoying, but we want that thrill of, you know, the quick weight loss and for us it was just never sustainable because we didn't learn anything along the
1: way. Yeah, I I don't understand in hindsight and look I used to be the same way but the the idea of speed over the long term goal just in hindsight does not make any sense to me and it's one of the things I I fight against often is that attitude of like if I if the pounds just don't melt off then I should just do nothing which in the end that leaves you nowhere you know if you lose a pound a month that's 12 pounds a year in five years, that is a really like, or even two years, that's a super significant amount of weight. And you know, you're down 24 pounds in two years, rather than being up more on the scale, even at that rate. And I think most people can lose more than a pound a month if they if they, you know, put their mind to it, even you know, a pound a week is like a really substantial 50 pound loss in a year.
0: Well, and here's the thing, I have never been in a position before this last time during venture of actually maintaining my weight. I was either going up or down. I was never stable. Guess what? Maintaining is also a success. Yeah. It's all a success.
1: Exactly. Uh, The next one is do not chase other people's approval. And this is another one uh, that can be difficult. But you have to do this for yourself. You have to do the plan, the exercise, the diet. You have to adapt the mindset that works best for you. And seeking other people's approval on what you're doing, like everybody, if you ask two people about the best way to lose weight, you will get three opinions on it. And (laughs) so, (laughs) (laughs) so really, you know, everybody is different. We're telling you Things that work great for us, but Catherine and I don't even do the same things. No, we don't. the, The things that work for me don't don't work for her, and vice versa. Like some of the same things do. There's definitely some universal overlap, but you have to do this in a way that is right for you. So do not, you know, rely on other people's opinions of what you're doing, and know that what you're doing is best for yourself.
0: Okay, and now uh, number 10 is probably the most difficult one for me. Oh, I, yeah. I understand that I have the opportunity to apply this, though it is difficult. <laughs> yeah, I don't like <laughs> I don't, like it. I don't uh, like it. Is view criticism as a gift.
1: Oh, boy. Uh, Thank you for giving me this gift of criticism. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Analyze all criticism. Don't let it destroy you. See it as a useful data point. This is very difficult for yeah, me. Yeah, me too. I know I've told a story where I uh, I did photography professionally for a while, and one client who was a friend hated the photos that I took. And in the moment, I wanted to set my $10,000 worth of equipment on fire, you know, jump in a lake, uh, face down.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for (laughs) sure. Like, it
0: was crushing to know that I had let someone down. It was crushing to feel vulnerable and less than perfect. And the, you know, the hard part about this weight loss, you know, journey venture, and even the podcast, is that not everything is going to resonate with everyone. Yeah. We get accolades upon accolades which are wonderful but we got like one negative review i know and for a week i was just like well guess we can't podcast anymore because one person hates us like yeah and you know we can't appeal to everyone and everything and cover all the bases but in this process being open to the idea that you might want to look at something differently and the thing is with feedback we go what can I learn from this? Do I agree with it? What might I be able to change? It's all part of the growth process. It doesn't mean that we have to give up completely. Um, but it's it's hard for me. But I appreciate the opportunity to learn and grow. There, <laughs> I said so it. So <laughs> sincere.
1: So sincere. And, you know, it's really hard for me too. But there are times when people criticize me in my life and then My instant reaction is to be upset and angry and and think that they're wrong. And then upon reflection, realize that maybe that person has a point and maybe I really do need to change what I'm doing and do something differently, that I'm not always right about things. And it really can be a growing and learning opportunity.
0: Yeah. Remember, I I just sort of say, this is a growth learning opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) But it actually, like, actually saying that, like, this is a growth learning opportunity. Uh, It it does help. It does does help.
1: help. Yeah, yeah. So the next one is to celebrate actions, not attributes. And what this one means is to... Really celebrate when you actually put something into practice, not just when something comes easy or comes naturally. If you find something difficult and you figure out a way to do it, you know, we're going to, I'm sure pretty soon, uh, do some episodes about the book Tiny Habits by B.J. Fogg. And he talks a lot about breaking things down into their smallest parts and building and building and building upon them. Um, And really focusing on one small habit at a time. And I think that that is so much more important than actually, you know, just realizing and celebrating what you can already do well is really getting yourself to a place where you can do something hard. That's what you celebrate.
0: Exactly. Okay. And this is one that I'm a firm believer in. I'm happy with number 12. Here we go with number 12. Grow with others. If you have a growth mindset, you might want to share and celebrate your progress with others. Learn from other people's mistakes and take risks with them. When we try to look our best and act like we know everything, it isolates us. Yeah. But when we're ready to like dig deep and uh, learn with others, just like in Walt Place, we yeah. only look in place. Uh, it is our online accountability and support group. When we're open to being vulnerable with others, to learn, to ask questions, and to you know, to really show that we're we're ready to invest in ourselves, it really does matter. And that's what Walt Place is—a place to learn and grow. It's not a weight loss program, but it's a place for support. And you know, and sometimes we don't want feedback. Sometimes we just need to vent, and that's okay too. Realizing that we're not ready to grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be <laughs> like, for sure. I just want to be mad right now. I, I just don't want to see-. be angry.
1: Yeah, please don't try and make me feel better. <laughs>
0: and it, But like that actually matters to know that about yourself. Like I know at some point growing from this experience is going to matter. Right now, I just want to be mad about it. And I just want cute puppy gifs. Uh, and that's fine, too. So uh, yeah, grow with others.
1: Indeed. Um, and we're going to talk about it at the end of the show briefly. But um, if you want more information about joining Walt Place, please go to our website and click on join our support group. Okay uh commercial over um the next one is to take the time to reflect and you know this one is is important in the sense of looking back on where you've been and looking back on where you are now, yeah. I think it can be really difficult to acknowledge the progress that we've made and things or even, you know, looking back and realizing that that time that you used to have where things seemed so easy for you, maybe weren't actually as easy as you thought. And maybe that you're, you know, your whole life was just different at that point. And really reflecting about what you can do now, where you've gone, what your growth has been. And, and realizing what has worked so that and what has not worked so that you can change those things in the future is really important to the growth mindset process.
0: Well, and when we when we get stuck in the day to day of like oh I've got to track my calories oh I've got to get in my steps we forget where we've been and how much progress we have made. Whether we look at before and now photos, whether we look at our journals or our um, our food diaries yeah, to yeah. kind of see like, oh gosh, I was really successful when I was doing that. It's all just about keeping everything in perspective because we're not just looking at a final weight loss goal. We're looking at improving slowly over time and we can forget where we were before. So reflection is really important. I forget sometimes after maintenance Oh, I know. I'm like, oh, I feel terrible today. And then I look at a picture of myself five years ago (laughs) and I go like, oh, my gosh, you've made so much progress.
1: Exactly. And just, you know, celebrating those victories that you've had along the way uh, can really help you move forward with, uh, you know, trying to achieve more.
0: Yep. So this one's really annoying. So here we go. (laughs) Uh, Just setting you up. Just I want to tell you how to feel right now. Look, we told you from the
1: very beginning that this was going to be annoying.
0: Yeah. So here we go cultivate perseverance oh boy when it is easy when you are riding high on that you know just started a program i lost five pounds in the first week is amazing yeah I'm, at this trajectory i'll you know be at my goal weight my you know my my starting weight of uh infancy i'll be there in <laughs> in five five weeks it'll be amazing but then something happens and we stumble And the plan doesn't go as planned, or we have a session where we overeat, or we go on vacation and we're up on the scale. That is the exact moment, the exact moment where we have the opportunity, the invitation to dig deep and show some grit. This is annoying. We just want it to be effortless. It seems effortless for others. Why was it easy a week ago and now it seems hard? That is the exact moment where you show what you are actually made of. Because when something's easy, it's easy. Yeah. That's super fun when it's easy. You're in first grade, you're learning how to read, and then you re- you get to a part where suddenly you can't read the thing. Do you give up and just say, "Up, oh, I'm done reading." Not going to do that anymore. <laughs>
1: exactly. Like, "Oh,
0: babies can't walk yet." Stupid old babies not walking perfectly.
1: Yeah, and imagine if you were, you know, learning to play a musical instrument, and and you got to a part where you just it was just hard for you, a piece that was too hard, and you just decided, well, I'll just stop at that point.
0: But I think that that is a really big issue because we want to feel like there's a rush from like, oh my gosh, this is super easy, like learning a new language or whatever, or marriage.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, let's boy. go there. So let's many go- hard things. No, but
0: like when you get <laughs> into that like Oh, planning for the wedding. Amazing. You know, you got to be married after that. It's not just about... You you have
1: to be married. (laughs) You're you're saying it like it's a secret. No, but people,
0: you know, are like planning for the day and not the relationship. They're planning for the end goal of wearing the dress, but not the, you know, the the living the lifestyle. If you
1: want to hear about living the lifestyle, I got something to say about it. It's (laughs) wonderful. And I love you. Thanks.
0: But actually digging deep and going like, all right, this is where we really have to show some grit and... And get down and get down and get up. I don't know. That was sort of a disco thing. I'm not very comfortable with that. Fix it in post. Okay, we'll do. Do do like a deep cut and like change my voice. Just say something. You'll fill it in. I'll fill it in.
1: Yeah, for sure. But, you know, I think the bottom line here is that you are an adult. Oh, no. Chances are you have done many hard things and you can do it again. If you think back on all the hard things that you've done in your life that you thought at the time that you just were impossible and you couldn't manage – you managed to do them and I bet you can do hard things again. And the last technique here is to use the not yet technique. Rather than saying to yourself, I'm just not good at that. I just can't do it. Say to yourself, I can't do it yet. Yeah. I am not good at it yet. And it really does help. I know some people out there, look, I rolled my eyes at this when I first heard it, but I say it to myself all the time. I find myself going like, I'm just not the kind of person who can do that. And I have to add the not yet. Yeah. And I realize that there are so many things that I really could be good at if I just put in the effort and actually tried rather than trying to rely on some natural ability that, that I think I should have.
0: Well, and especially right now, as we're entering fall our schedules have totally changed. Our daughter has gone back into in-person learning after being at home for 18 yeah. months. We're driving uh, about two and a half hours a day for school, which is something I didn't have to do before. Yeah. And I have not yet found a reliable schedule for my day yet. I feel like I'm still kind of trying to figure out best routes to get home, how to fit in all my chores, how to fit in things. And I haven't figured it out yet. But if I just said, this is terrible, I'm never going to get it, like, you know, and felt pity for myself, I'm actually like, this is an opportunity. What am I learning from this? What can I get done? What can I do better? What resources can I pull from to figure this out? And I'm actually excited about it. Instead of being panicked and, oh, no, everything's ruined now, I'm actually able to step back and say, like... Wow, okay, this is a new opportunity for me to grow. And it actually, I believe it. I'm not just saying it, but saying I haven't figured it out yet is probably the most powerful uh, thing to learn.
1: It really is. And as we're uh, winding down this episode, um, the author leaves us with some questions to ask ourselves. Um, and she starts with four questions, uh, four weekly planning questions to ask yourself. And You know, I I don't know if I will literally ask myself these questions, but I think they're really good things to keep in mind. And I think if I did, I think it probably would be a really good idea. Ask yourself, what am I struggling with right now? What do I want to learn by the end of this week? What is one thing I will try that will get me out of my comfort zone? And who can I reach out to for help this week? And I think really sort of Asking yourself those questions and identifying what's going on with you. You know, I've asked myself those questions hundreds of times without knowing I was asking yeah. myself those questions exactly. And it really it really does help me move forward because it gives me a framework with which to plan my days and my week ahead to try and overcome whatever it is that I am actually struggling with.
0: Well, and when we're in a difficult situation at times when we're feeling that, like, that fear of having to give some grit to a situation... These questions are really powerful. And when we retreat and hide and just like, I can't, I can't deal with it. Yeah. That turns into eating.
1: Right. And inaction
0: and paralysis. But when we actually snap out of it and ask ourselves some questions and show some vulnerability. Hey, Donald, I'm really struggling right now. Like, I just need to be honest with you. It feels so much better than that, that instinct to retreat and hide until you find your mojo again. Yeah. Like, it doesn't magically happen. We have to snap ourselves out of it, and these questions can really help with that.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And beyond that, there are three daily reflection questions looking at the past. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I said it like that. It's getting – it's probably, like, toward the fall, so it's kind of time for some spooky episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: for sure. Not
0: yet. So – um, Three questions to ask. What did I do today that made me think hard? We don't like to feel discomfort. We just, Um, (laughs) when you see yourself going in that direction, that's a point of, you know, contact for really digging deep and exploring how you're actually feeling about something. What new strategies did I try? Because that's really important. Like, you know, it's that failure is feedback. How can I do this differently? What mistakes did I make that taught me something? Mm, That's a big one. We don't want to talk about our mistakes. We just want to, I'll just figure it out. But really looking at it and seeing how we, we can approach something differently, that's probably the most critical thing about looking at your day. How can I improve upon it? What can I learn from it?
1: If you wake up every day and you do the same things and they end up with the same results, then you're not learning and growing. So really, really reflecting upon what mistakes you've made, and really figuring out a different way to try things is is really crucial in this whole process.
0: Well, and it's like raising your voice. Like, okay, that didn't work. What if I do it louder? Right, it's still not right. working. The world's against me. What if I do it louder? Like, it's not a yelling contest. It's about looking at things differently. So uh, we think you can do it because we have done it. It's it, annoying. But here we are.
1: Here we are. So thank you so much for listening. Um, And hopefully you've gotten something out of this in terms of growth mindset. And we have uh, a whole bunch of other episodes you can listen to, uh, which w- in which we also talk about growth mindset and many, many other parts of this weight loss and fitness journey. And you can find them wherever you found this episode. And at any time on our website, weonlylookthin.com.
0: Yep, and if you are at weonlylookthin.com, you can find out more information about our support group, Walt Place, We Only Look Thin Place. It's a Facebook accountability group. It's not a weight loss plan, but it's an amazing place for support and that annoying growth mindset. Uh, Indeed. So you can find out more uh, by uh, clicking the link there. We have two subscription options, a monthly option with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month option with a seven-day complimentary trial to see if what place is right for you.
1: Please do. And if you have some more annoying growth mindset tips for us, you can reach us at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. And we are happy to get emails from you uh we can answer your questions there uh we'd love to get ideas for episodes love to get some things you know if you, if there's something that we missed on this episode that you're like you know they really should have talked about x y and z we'd love to hear about that too and you can also connect with us on the socials uh the instagrams the twitters <laughs> the facebook's um all at we only look Thin.
0: yeah and uh, if we have not replied to your email just remember we haven't replied yet
1: all like, right. We haven't, yeah. like, yet exactly. Facebook, Instagram.
0: We haven't yet because uh, we got a lot of things going on. Growth mindset, it's happening. But yet, uh, yet, yet, yet. Yes, we do. <laughs> and uh, if you have enjoyed uh, this episode and others, it would honestly truly help us out if you would go to Apple Podcast and leave us a rating and a review. It is a way to boost uh, the results when people are searching for weight loss and uh, fitness podcasts. We come up higher in the rankings, and that really helps. It also makes us feel really good to know that we're uh, making a difference in your life, so a rating and a review really helps.
1: It really does. And if you don't feel like doing that, maybe you could just tell somebody about our show. Maybe I don't you could feel like, like
0: doing it yet. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> not I not yet. like leaving. I need more proof.
1: But maybe you feel like uh, giving uh, somebody else a recommendation. Uh, Somebody says, you know, hey, I'm really struggling with something. You'd be like, you know, I heard a great podcast about struggling with things that you should check out. Uh, It has really helped me. And uh, point people towards our show. We'd really appreciate it.
0: And if you stopped listening to this episode when we suggested saying learning instead of failing, just remember (laughs) that Donald and I are an An
1: inspiration